Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. We live. Yo. What is going on, Poke Tower? Welcome to episode 91 of the podcast. Uh, nothing new here. We're talking the same thing we always do, collecting and collectibles, uh, same topics, Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dragon Ball Super. So if you're just now tuning in, thank you very much for listening in, finding your way to us. We are a collecting podcast, as I said before. I'm no gimmicks, and this is Gengar Greasy. Uh, just two brothers talking about collectibles and things that we love about collecting and things that bring us to collecting and whatever it is collecting-wise we talk about. We have an awesome Discord. Come join. Description is down below if you guys need that. Also, if you're already here and you've been here and you've been supporting, you already know. What's up? Thank you, guys. Welcome. It's episode 91. There you go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 91 of the Poke Tower podcast. Again, if you're new here, this is a collectibles podcast. All of our links will be readily available at the bottom of this video uh, to join our Discord um, and basically become a part of our collecting team. Uh, we have a bunch of people in our Discord that collect all kinds of different stuff, and uh, that is what our podcast is about. We talk about the things that we are collecting and how to do it at a higher level so you can save yourself some money and become a better collector. Uh, we are nine episodes away from episode 100. I'm still drafting up some ideas that we can do for a cool episode 100 because uh, that's going to be a crazy, crazy time. Um, oh, yeah. The box break last week, if you're a part of our Discord, thank you guys. Uh, the box break last week was nuts. However, it did suck. <laughs> we had that looping issue that, we, that we've had the last few streams, so luckily it's not happening tonight. But um, thank you guys for your patience on that, and we pulled lots of Digimon Heat. We got to see some vintage Dexter's Laboratory cards, which is something you just don't see anyone doing. So lots of cool stuff. Thank you guys for the support, and um, hopefully you guys are getting your packages here pretty soon. We had the 4th of July delay, so... Things might be, get there a little later than normal. Uh, before we start today, let's say what's up to our live audience. Um, that's something that we started this year was starting to stream live on YouTube instead of recording our episodes by ourselves. So welcome, Alpha, Josh, up, Eddie, up? Ivan. What's up, guys? I'm sure we'll have some more people trickle in here as Whoa. the show goes on. It's usually how it goes. Um, hey, that's it. Dan, I gotta, you got to share the, uh, the screen on Discord. Share it on Discord. Oh, my bad. Here we go. Yeah. Let me get that going for you. There we go. All right. Can you see it? There it is. All right, Devin. Devin can see the slides yeah. now. That would have been blind. a problem. I was going in blind. <laughs> Good. That's why the beginning was kind of awkward. I was like, oh, I'm looking at myself here talking. Oh, got <laughs> it. Like got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Without further ado, we'll get this show started. Uh, we're going to be starting off with our newest segment, Poke Tower Scout Report. Here we go. That's a really long, one-minute-long scouter <laughs> sample, so I have to cut it off. It'll just keep making that noise over and over. Uh, <laughs> but this is the Poke Tower Scout Report. If you're new here, well, welcome. This is our one of our newest segments. And this scout report is all about cards that you guys um, are on the fence about buying or maybe have a few questions on its rarity or where we would you know, kind of rate it uh, and give you an idea of what you're looking at. Um, and you can do that by becoming a part of our discord. It's absolutely free. Um, and what we're and, doing and is we we're, let you know whether it's over 9,000 or not. Yeah. 
and we're, we're just sharing our thoughts on the cards you submit. That's all this is. Um, and hopefully with enough information, you can make better buying decisions or you can kind of see things in a different light. All right, here we go. Poke Tower Scout Report this week. We are checking out a crocodile. Sh- shiny crocodile. Yeah. Uh, so this was cool to for me to look at today. So this was like the fun part of my day was to be able to, you know, check. Because I, I wasn't looking at this card. Um, but uh, one of our guys in the Discord was. And here's what he had to say. I've been looking at this card. I've seen some weird price ranges from around $80 to $200 Canadian. I think it's a cool card, low pops. And this is from Jay Parks, one of our Canadian friends. So, Jay Parks, um, I believe 80 CAD is around like 60-something dollars, American, USD. Not sure. Right. Chase, what's up? Chris, what's up? We are hey, just up, getting started. What's up, Chris? All right, so this Crocodile, um, it's from the Black and White era. Uh, I believe it's from Dragons Exalted, which... We'll talk about here in a little bit, but uh, I thought that was interesting. And uh, here we go. Here's the stats on this Crocodile. So, Crocodile on TCG Player. Um, now, I don't know if you get these prices in Canada, but on TCG Player US, um, it's an average price of, well, the market price is $64.97. The average price of the last three sales on eBay are 73.32, which is pretty normal. You're always going to see your eBay sales a little bit higher than TCG player. And that's just because you can share conditions and pictures. Uh, that's a normal practice on eBay on TCG player. Not so much. Um, this was interesting. I saw that there was a $125 sale on a PSA eight. And then a CGC eight was $51. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was like, Two and a half times the price right there. So I was like, all right, that's that's a little interesting. A CGC eight is cheaper than what you can buy raw right now. And that's that's something to consider because this is a like 2011, 2012 card. Are you really gonna find one better than eight? I don't know. All right. Uh $355 for a PSA nine. That's the average price. And that was across like five sales, I think. Um, and that is significantly higher than the eight. So this makes me think that eights are underpriced. That's what this that's what this little bit of information makes me think off the bat. Um or you could say that nines are overpriced, but I don't think so because the tens go for even higher than that. Like they're like 10x that price. So there's a something a little bit something going on with this crocodile, but I think it's more than just, you know, people are sleeping on it. I think demand is a thing. I think crocodile is probably not the best candidate to make a shiny Pokemon. There's like a couple things here and there, um, but it is from the black and white era, and I think Dragons Exalt- Exalted is a is a big deal. Uh, here's the pops. You have 21 PSA 8s, you have 93 PSA 9s, and 17 PSA 10s. Let's take a look at the Poke Tower commandments here. Tony, what's up? What up, Tony? Here we go. This, this is now, remember, this is not the end all say all, but this is where I feel with this card. So character, I'm going to give it a two-star. Okay, Crocodile is just... Who? What? <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's a cool dark... He's a cool right. concept, but it, I don't think he's one of those guys that just didn't stick. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, artwork, I'm going to give it a three-star. There's nothing special about it besides the fact that he's shiny. 
could, you could make a shiny crocodile on a on a base. Now this is a secret rare, which we'll talk about. But he could have been a shiny crocodile on a regular card, and no one would have cared. So that's important. There's nothing special about this artwork besides the texture that you get from that secret rare with the dark, you know, energy and all that stuff. That's all he's got. Yep, I agree. Um, rarity, I'm giving it five stars. It is a secret rare from Dragons Exalted. Try pulling a secret rare from Dragons Exalted. It's probably not going to happen. <laughs> so he gets five stars there. True. Uh, the set, Dragons Exalted, I'm giving it five stars. That is one of the rarest sets around, is Dragons Exalted. It's not the best sets around, but you talk about sealed Dragons Exalted, for some reason, people die for it. You got Rayquaza in there. You got a couple, there's a couple good legendaries, but it's not, it's not something a lot of people talk about. But you will see like collectors that are deep, they want that stuff. You know, there's a Giratina in there. Sick. Um, and then no story, no glory. I'm giving them one star. It's just, <laughs> there's no story to this crocodile. I don't know why they picked him as a shiny, uh, but they did. <laughs> so, just, you know, he's yeah. black and white. You know, he's a black and white Pokemon. I guess that's, that's all you got going for him. Um, so 60 to dollar, 60 to dollars. Um, I would say 80, 80 Canadian is about right for this card. I wouldn't pay 200 Canadian unless you could just say in your heart, it's a PSA 10 candidate. Because if you look at the prices of a eight here for a CGC eight or a PSA eight, you could do that and be done with this guy. You know what I mean? Um, for, for a hundred bucks or less, but the, and I, I don't know how many more 8s you're going to see floating around for that price. That's why I said I think it's underpriced at a PSA 8. Um, the reason I say that is because we saw this with other black and white PSA 8s. We saw this with the Reshiram, uh, Zekrom Golds. Remember when I was telling you guys, hey, the slabs, you can, get, you can buy a PSA 8 for $80 right now. Now those are like 160 200 So people caught on. You know, that supply of the cheap prices, it dried up. Um, so these may be the last times we see a PSA eight at that price. I don't know. I'm just saying that's what I felt in my gut because when I bought my shiny Blastoise, who's a much better character, like you can't even argue that when I bought the shiny Blastoise from the black and white era, I was like, guys, these are going for like $180, $200. I think that's cheap. Now people are trying to sell those for 300, 400, you know? So I see the same thing. And the only reason I'm kind of drawing that conclusion is because he's a secret rare from the black and white era. I've seen this two other times. Granted, with better Pokemon, they were legendaries and it was a Blastoise, but I still see the same thing kind of going on here with him. Um, but something that I would do, if I was on the fence about this card, I would be more inclined to just buy Dragon's Exalted sealed products. I wouldn't even open them. I think if I was looking at cards from this set, before I try buying them outright, I would probably just get sealed stuff of this set because I think the set itself is more rare than the cards inside. Like people just want to see that Rayquaza on the on the booster pack, you know? It's like, okay, here you go. So that's kind of where I was going with this. Um, but if you can find one for eighty cat, I think you're doing good. I think you're right at the average because that's what the that's what the stats tell us on eBay and TCG Player. You got anything on that one? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, almost like completely with you on everything um when i was looking at these black and white secret rares the shiny ones with like the textured um borders and energy on it and stuff it was the same way the psa 8s for some reason just way cheaper like 
way cheaper. They were almost the same price as Raws, um, and it was like that for almost every card. Go Lurk. You're talking about any of those black and white Pokemon that weren't um, like a Blastoise or Charizard or something like that, um, like a really well-known Pokemon. All of them were just like that, where uh, the CGC 8 was probably the same price as a Raw, and then the PSA 8 was definitely like three times more expensive or maybe double the, the price of a, um, a CGC, which is weird. And so, and I, I remember that episode uh, specifically. I was telling everyone, "Hey, go and buy some CGC like secret rare, black and white stuff because it's a secret rare, and at least it's CGC saying like, hey, it's an eight. You know what I mean? Like it's somewhere, it's somewhere right around an eight. It's like a professional. It's like a professional basically like telling you, hey, this card is somewhat in good condition. You know? Yeah. Rather than like some chump saying like, no, this is an eight. You know? At least it's CGC saying it's an eight. Yeah. Um and. I think once these eights dry up, we won't be seeing that anymore. And we, we've already seen it with a few cards. Luckily, Crocodile is probably... appreciated. I yeah. Think. Crocodile is lower on... The thing about black and white is you have to respect the rarity. Like... Yeah, the rarity. And it's a secret rare. Like, yeah. not everybody pulled these cards and have... And, like, we've already talked about with, with, with Digimon. We've touched on it. Like, these certain Pokemon, you know, got pulled more than others or this and that. Like, it doesn't matter. There's some that are still in packs. There's some that are still in sealed up product. You know, the ones that are out there, those are the ones that are out there right now. And unless somebody pulls a nice brand new one out of the pack, it's not going to hit a 10 right away. It could hit a 10, maybe, yeah. you know, but it could come out 8, 8, well, 10 at best. Something you know? that might change your mind, too, is go buy a booster box of, of a black and white set and see how well your odds are. You're going to be like, yes, yeah, so how many secret rares you get. Exactly. This is hard. <laughs> it's not like today. And I think people yeah. get that twisted. These secret rares were the ones you had to. You had to pay your dues to get, you know what I mean? So, right. I would, yeah, I would, I, I would, I would remember that. This is no evolving skies, you know? <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would say buy sealed, sealed dragon exalted stuff for sure. Over, over buying just the secret rare characters like a, like a crocodile. Like I think dragons exalted in general will, will age better yeah. than any of the secret rares, probably. I agree. And it's just like yeah. a dragon's, um, what's that? Dragon EX, EX dragon. Yeah, EX Dragons or Dragon's Majesty. Yeah. Same thing. All the yeah. cards in the set are trash, but the set itself, everybody loves it. Dragon yeah. Majesty, it's 40 The idea of Sealed Dragon Majesty is better than a Secret Rare in Dragon yeah. Majesty. Exactly, yeah, 100%. Let's hear that sip. I don't got anything. I got a, I got a straw here. The, uh, the Coke go. is all bubbly. It didn't work. Ugh. Ugh. All right. There you go, Jay Parks. Hopefully that answered some questions for you. Um, again, guys, we, we have a lot more cards to hit in this Poke Tower Scout report, so just keep dropping them in the tab, and I'll just keep knocking them out every week. This is very fun for me because I get to talk about so, stuff right? that I don't even look at. Mm-hmm. So that it makes me an even bigger expert, you know what I mean? Because I get to <laughs> I get to talk about stuff, you know, that I, I just don't. Yo, Lexio, I would have never man? learned about. Lexio, what's up? All right, next segment here, we're going to be going into the TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. All right, TCG Battle Royale is our segment about all four TCGs we talk about. Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dragon Ball, Digimon, Pokemon. And we talk about their four most recent sets, uh, booster expansions. Um, Not like, you know, starter decks and things, but just booster expansions in general, or maybe even special sets. And uh, we rank them one through four. Big ticket stuff. Yeah. Um, And this is going to be, this is going to consider the cards that you can pull 
the price of the box you have to pay, you know, uh, that return that you get. Not maybe not for resale value, but for the fact that you're going to be spending your money. How can you pull the most value so you don't feel like you got shafted? So we're ranking them. Now, again, if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan and you don't care that Pokemon's number one, of course you're going to buy the Yu-Gi-Oh products over Pokemon. This is just a holistic approach for everyone who collects everything, and it changes over time. There are times when Yu-Gi-Oh will be number one, and there are times where it won't be. As a matter of fact, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh was number one for a minute. Yeah, you know? some people were telling me, like, I want to buy some Digimon, you know, yeah. you know, Digital Hazard, but I also want to buy some, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legendary yeah. Duelist, you mm-hmm. know, Season 6. I don't know, you know? And then Stuff like they, that. Watch, they watch this segment, and they're like, hey, all right. It helps you prioritize, right? Because a lot of people say, there's so much stuff out, I don't know what to buy. Well, mm-hmm. here you go. <laughs> that's, that's what there this is go. for. Here we go. Number one this week, we got a new champ in the house. Digimon Digital Hazard is now number one. Uh and as we break down the sets, you will find out real soon why. Uh, again, the, the boxes have dropped down. They went from 73 to 71. That was the, the one of the changes we saw this week. And the four secret rares are now, you can buy all four secret rares for 179. That's pretty sick. Um, yeah, that's not good. And again, if, if you look at the TCG player uh, price guides, there's about, you know, 12 to maybe 20 cards that break the $20 price point. So we know the Digimon pool rates. You're going to pull a secret rare of some sort, and you're going to pull an alt art. Or you may pull an alt secret and an alt art, or you may pull two secrets. There's a, there's, there's a small mixture of things you can get, but we know that you're going to pull roughly 40 to $80 of value in any given box. That feels pretty good when you spend 70 bucks on a box. Uh, not only that, you have strong Digimon in here. Bielzamon. You know, from our polls that we've done, uh, remember March Madness, Bielsamon made it deep, you know, and I didn't, we didn't know that. Uh, Gallantmon is another huge fan favorite that people just, you know, I'm not a huge Gallantmon fan, but I do like him, you know? Yeah, me too. So, you know, Digimon, Digimon's doing it right. And and this is also a theme deck booster, so a theme booster. The last theme booster we had um, I'm sorry, this is another uh, classic collection, my bad, EX, EX series. So you have EX1, EX2, right? It's not um, a... Uh, this is a follow-up to classic? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow-up to classic, and they did a damn good job. You know, these are these are great cards, and it's huge fan those, service. Uh, we're going to get into the in the DigiDestin, but what about those those Tamer, the Tamer cards? What about... They're, what do you mean? Those are in this set, right? Yeah, the they are. Cards? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay. Um and they're just they're just solid. It's just a solid set. It's not a it's not a knockout set by any means, right? Uh this this guy could be number 1 for a few weeks and then just fall right back off. But when you look at the other sets today, you're going to find out why. Rambo, what's up? Oh, excuse me. All right, number 2 this week. Drop down a spot. Pokémon Go. Look at this. It dropped quite a bit. <laughs> What's up? I just I feel like I know where this is going. Oh. I mean, look I at this. Predi- I had a prediction about this. Like, we'll see. Well, you got a case price now of 468. That dropped from 500 something. Mm-hmm. Uh ETBs went from 50 something down to 48. Mm-hmm. And the top 3 cards now, they changed. The top 3 cards changed. Remember it was Zard, Blastoise, Mewtwo? Yeah, yeah, yeah changed it now now it's all three Mewtwo's you got Mewtwo V alt 
you got Mewtwo V-Star Rainbow, Mewtwo V-Star Gold, right? Or Gold Mewtwo, my bad. Uh, okay. And you can get all three for $166 right now. Here's the thing, though. That Charizard, remember it was 120 last week? He's down to 40 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's down to 40 Oh, dude. You know how many people got wrecked? Dude, dude, that's... <laughs> you know how many people probably got wrecked? <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's like I have a feeling I know where this is going because I was like I had I made a prediction like in my mind the other week. I was like they're gonna be they. I had this weird feeling they're like amazing rares. Remember we brought up that topic. I was like they could be like amazing rares. Yeah, yeah, there. they are. That's what they are. Boom, boom, they're slapping just like them. Radiant Blastoise is like twenty bucks. Oh, sick! I mean, I like that one, so that's good. No, that's it's good. great. It's really cool. But I mean, they lost like three times their value. They like yeah three hundred percent like. Yeah, Solemn Shaftman. Whoever whoever went in hard on those. So whoever whoever pre ordered that. TikToks, whoever followed the TikToks. <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys, here's the next best thing out there. Check it out. Radiant Blastoise. And and if you guys heard about Radiant Charger, there's Radiant Blastoise. He's sick too. Oh man, that sucks. That sucks. Hey. You know what though? <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm pumped yeah. on this though. I, I really like I really like that Mewtwo's the top guy in the set because when I looked at the set, that's what I was I was like this is we got Mewtwo, you know, and we got like three or four copies of Mewtwo. Um, I'm all for it. I think you can wait a little bit longer, and you're gonna, and these will go down even more. But uh, yeah, hey, it's Good a old Pokemon Shaftman, dude. It's the dude. Best. It's exactly what we said. 25th anniversary. You opened it. You had a good time. You're done with it. Like it ain't gonna linger around, you know. Yeah. Uh, now what I will say. Is this is one of the few sets I would I would buy an ETB and keep it sealed. But you know what? Screw that. Beyond that, I would buy the collector boxes with uh, Mystic. Um, what are the What are the damn teams? Oh my gosh. Um, the teams. Valor, Mystic, and, yeah, uh, Valor, Mystic, and uh, uh, Instinct. Instinct. So those three boxes, you can buy the collector boxes. I would totally buy those and keep them sealed. Because they got the three different um, teams on there, I think that's significant. What's up? They have those? Yeah. Okay. They got Valor Box, Instinct Box, and uh, Mystic Box. I would totally buy those, and I'd keep them sealed. So, um, I think that's unique. I think that's going to be cool. I think you have to hold that for a very long time, but it's kind of... It's got a cool sealed feel to it because there's three different variants. I think that's... You know, they could have just put like you know, freaking Shinotic V box. You know what I mean? It's like, who wants a Shinotic V? Who's Shinotic? A mushroom. Just some random Pokemon. They could have done, you know, like Pida V box. It's like, who wants a Pida V? (laughs) Mushroom mushroom stamp. (laughs) That's what he's called on my team. I know who you're talking about. Mushroom Among Us, whatever his name is. Yeah, they got... You can do like a Greedent greedent V box. It's like, oh, wow, that's so cool. I want the promo inside. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's stupid. But at least the trainer boxes, Mystic, Instinct, and Valor, look they look decent. I've seen them. That's something I would actually hold sealed. Yeah, it sounds cool. I haven't seen them, but it sounds cool. All right. (laughs) They might be number three this week. Here we go. So now number three for real. Dragon Ball, Ultimate Squad, same spot. The prices are dropping. Um, remember, it was a uh, three ninety something, I think, for the three secret rares last week. It's now three sixty eight. Uh, Gohan and Piccolo are hanging in there. The other two keep dropping. It's not in this set. I don't like this set at all. Nothing special to report here. Um, 
we might see a little spike. You know, as soon as someone grades a PSA 10 of that Gohan Piccolo and it sells, you might see a small spike in the secret rare prices for just a tad bit, and then it's going to flatline, and they can only hope that the the Dragon Ball movie releases sooner than later in August. Like, that's the only thing that's going to keep it alive. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's just not much to write home about. Like, the SPR of Gohan that everyone was like, oh, I think this is going to be it. I don't think so. The SPR of Derpy... <laughs> No, I don't think so. The SPR of Derpy Goku, it's not going to make it. You know what I mean? So this is, you know, I'm I'm waiting for Zenkai. That's what I'm waiting for because they got the new God Rare coming out, new set in September. That's what I'm waiting for, the Zenkai series. All right. Uh, number four. Yeah, your little gods come on. Yu-Gi-Oh! Dimension Force. Same old. <laughs> you got your... You got your starlights. They're cool. If I pulled a starlight, I'm not crying because um, I've done hey, nobody's it. Crying. Hey, let's get that straight. <laughs> nobody's crying. They get a starlight in their Yu-Gi-Oh box. Nobody's going to cry about that. Nope. But the f- if you get a starlight, <laughs> if yeah, you don't get one. If you don't get one, you're going to cry. Yeah, it's going to happen because you're going to be sitting there pulling from pack from pack, 5,000 deep. Where you finally hit a starlight. And you're like, yes. And you're going to look at it. and You'd be like, oh, man, this is the worst one. Yeah, this is this one. This one costs eighty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I, to be honest, do it, do it if you're building decks, if you're selling, you're selling out your. Uh, it's at that point, piece by piece. It's at that point. I would rather buy uh, duels from the deep than Dimension Force right now. The duels from the, the deep that we touched on yes, last week. Yes, yes, I would totally do that and try and pull a Ghost Ray out of there. And then, you know, you get some cool Fortress Whale stuff like that, you know, something that's a little nostalgic uh, versus Dimension Force. Yeah, Dimension Force is cool. I mean, if you go to Target and you see a couple packs on the shelf, go ahead. I would go, go for, for Duels it. from the I Deep, mean, though. If I saw Duels from the Deep and Dimension Force on the wall, I'm going Duels from the Deep. Oh, yeah. I mean, I probably would, too. Um, but, I mean, when you can buy the Ghoster for, like, 30 bucks on eBay, you're like, dude, if I... <laughs> yeah. Five of these packs already. I could have bought a Ghost Rare. Yeah, that's true. But anyways, uh, yeah. There you guys Starlight. go. Starlight sets are never fun, but that is the uh, Dig- TCG Battle Royale. You got Digimon taking the championship this week. Pokemon Go uh, following closely behind, but I have a feeling it's going to get worse. <laughs> Amazing rares inbound. Uh, you got Dragon Ball Ultimate Squad at number three, and Yu-Gi-Oh Dimension Force at number four. All right, let's go on to Pokemon this week. Continuing our Pokemon journey, every Pokemon expansion. This is gonna be a long journey. It's gonna be a long yeah, journey. Discovery. Discovery here. Uh, yeah, we got Neo Discovery this week, and uh, this is the second expansion of Neo. Uh, these are first edition prices here. I'll read them off to you guys, and then once we cover the first edition prices, we're gonna be talking about unlimited pops. Okay, here we go. First up, I can barely see it. Uh, <laughs> here. You know what? We're not doing this today. We're going to go like this. We're going to go like this. Oh, wait. What am I doing? We're going to do this so that I can see it full size here. Because it's really hard to read. There we go. Umbreon, six ninety nine, And uh, I knew Umbreon was a big deal, but I didn't... Till today, I didn't know he was the number one guy in Neo Discovery. I thought it would have been like Tyranitar or something. You know what I mean? Um, but he's not, yeah. mm. I, 
Well, it's because I don't know the sets enough. Like, if you told me that's a Neo Discovery Umbreon, I'm like, I know he's Neo. I didn't know he's Neo Discovery. I was, I was more interested in the, in the rare Umbreon being, like, up there. Oh, yeah, check this out. Bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you got Espeon, Hollow, 329. You got Tyranitar, 259. Kabutops, 150. I didn't think he'd be this high because, I mean... Yeah, it's a good artwork. It's good artwork. That's, exa- that's what it's everyone says. Artwork. It's the artwork. So uh, it makes sense. Um... You got Hound Dower up there. That was interesting to see. What? Yeah. Over Hound Doom, huh? 148. Then you got the Umbreon Rare, which is what Devin was talking about. He's at $95. This is just a rare non-hollow. That's all this is. Is it his art? Let me see it. No, it's not his art. Why? You got the Unknown Temple. He's just that tight, huh? Everybody likes Umbreon I guess so, much. yeah. I mean, he's not showing his butthole, so... <laughs> Dude, the Umbreon does it every time. I don't know why. I know, dude. I know. It's so I know. annoying. I know. You got Houndoom at 92. You got Smeargle at 87. I didn't see him being... I, I mean, would have been higher. I thought he would have been higher. Because I feel like back then, Smeargle was like a like a pseudo-legendary. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And his, and, and his hollow seems like a very hard... Hard to keep in a good condition. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, these are what's cool though is that these are cool Johto Pokemon. I'll give them that. Okay, Hound Dower's cool. Hound Doom's cool. Smeargle's cool. Ursaring's another good one. Uh, yeah. Unknown mid. Uh, unknown's at seventy eight bucks. <laughs> Hit, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Hitmontop seventy four. I'm not a huge Hitmon. I'm not. I like Hitmonlee. Hitmonchan. That's it. I don't care about anyone else. Um, Polyrath at sixty nine ninety nine. I don't. I'm tired of seeing Polyrath. As a matter of like, why? What are we doing there? Is that a shiny Polyrath? Is that why it's so? Oh, you can't see, huh? I'm in the way. My bad. Don't worry about. Don't don't move yourself. It's fine. There he is. Is that what everyone's claiming? It's shiny. Is that why? I mean, we could let's let's look it up. What color is a shiny Polyrath? He's pink like that. Is he right? Is he gr- oh, he's green. That's not even what? Then who's pink? No, I thought Politoed's pink, right? Yeah, so that's just crap. No, I got I got my shiny coat. He looks way better stuff. green, though. Yeah, he does look better. Way green. better. Oh. He looks... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, t- <laughs> well, all right. That's weird. Uh, let's go back. So we were at uh, Polyrath. Politoed, 66, so not much there. Fortress, 65. Fortress is pretty dope. Yeah, it's kind of a dope card. That's a good, that's a good Pokemon. Scizor. Scizor's way down there. That is crazy, dude. I feel like Scizor has way more, I don't know. Yeah, he's like the guy, I mean. Yeah. It's a sick, it's a sick picture too. Like what? The slashes? That's a sick Scizor. It's got that Expeditions, um, Sky Ridge look to it. Sick. I like that. Uh, you got Yanma, which uh, apparently is the hardest uh, Pokemon to grade in this set. Yanma, huh? Yanma. Yeah, I guess like first edition, he has like the lowest pops out of all of them. Uh, Wobbuffet, 62. What's that? What's that future song? That future and Drake song? Wait for you. It's a Wobbuffet. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'll find, I'll find the meme, dude. Oh, now okay. you're telling me to see Wobbuffet's name. I can't unhear it. <laughs> You got Espeon. This is another non-hollow rare. We'll check it out. 
John, what's up? Another rare. Yeah, just a non-hollow rare. Standing on the same pyramid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Magnemite hollow at 57. So, that's the... And then they got the non-hollow rares down here, but uh, that's the hollow list there. Interesting lineup. I mean, okay, I, I totally agree, though. Umbreon, Espeon, Tyranitar, top three, no big deal. I get that. Um, Kabutops, a little high. Like, you could have got Kabutops and Fossil. What is he doing here? Get him out of here. Over Scizor, too. Get him out of here. Scizor needs to be up higher. Houndoom was another big pick for everyone in Silver. Well, you know, the thing was that Houndoom was really hard to find. And he didn't really have that many fire moves, either. I remember that. Yeah, he was like a good fire type. He was like crunching, biting and crunching everyone. He's like, dude, where's Fire Blast? You're, you're a fire type. Yeah. You can learn it to like level 70. Like I'd put Fortress above. I'd put Fortress up here with Ursaring. i put Scizor up where Kabutops is. i put Wobbuffet up there too because Wobbuffet for some reason has a weird, has a weird fan following. Like people like Wobbuffet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I remember this card. Yeah. You know what's funny is they didn't even cut the white out from him right here. Like they... They left yeah. it. He <laughs> <laughs> just gets what he deserves. He has to be. He has to be like that. Like they should have cut that out. It should be hollow back there. He's a, derp, he's a derpy Pokemon, so they just left him in a derpy. They're like, we're not going to edit this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he gets what he. He gets what he is. So there's the price list. Next, here are the PSA pops, and this is a this is um unlimited pops. This is not, uh. First edition. Wow. You got Umbreon with 81 tens, Espeon 68 tens, Tyranitar 48 tens, the Kabutops with 18. That's pretty low, but check this out. The Houndour has eight PSA tens. So, so much hollow on there, though. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Umbreon, um, rare non hollow at 49. So, my first thoughts here would be. We know Houndour is a lower-valued Pokemon per this list, right? That's, that's what the stats say. I would totally try. If I ever saw a 10 go up for sale, that would be one of the first Pokemon I'd try to buy, just because no one else has it. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't even be a preference thing. It'd just be like, I got one of the rarest Neo Discovery cards around. Um, and I've heard that he's very hard to, gr- to grade because it's just his head right there. Like, his body blends into the foil. Yeah. Next guy, that's pretty hard to grade. It almost looks like the the foil bleeds on him a little bit, you know. Yeah. Well, remember this is this is what I was thinking about. Remember when we were looking at um uh was it fossil? Yeah, fossil a while back and we saw the PSA 10 haunters. There's only like 40 of them. Remember that? Haunters? Yeah, haunter from fossil. Mm, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. and we went we looked on on ebay and i was like wait there's only 40 psa 10s in the world and there's one online right now for 450 i was like that seems low there's only 40 in the world and this is 450 bucks I'm, i might buy that that's how i feel about this hound hour you may never see one on ebay because there's only <laughs> there's only eight but i feel like if one gets listed it might be like 600 bucks and you're like that's stupid low when you consider he has the lowest pop out of the top 6 cards here yeah that's a sleeper that's what you call a sleeper right there mhm all right no, I, I agree i agree 
But it, it may be, it may, I may be totally off, and you may find a Houndour PSA 10 for like 3,000 bucks. Like, oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> at, least, at least we know why. Yeah, he may top like the highest sale of like Umbreon. Yeah. You know? All right. So here's the next list here Houndoom. Same, same story. I mean, 15 PSA 10s. Smeargle, like Devin said, you only have four 10s. Wow, what? Yeah. Four? That's nutty. Yeah. Ursaring. That's crazy. And it looks cool because he's got the green foil. It looks pretty dope. Uh, Ursaring's got 35 10s. Unknown, 36 10s. top. I did not see having eight 10s, especially with all that surface area being covered up. That's crazy. It is pretty crazy. Uh, but he's all, but you could take a look here. I mean, he's fairly popular, you know, because he's got a lot of eights and a lot of nines graded. Mm-hmm. He's cheap in terms of the raw, the raw price. He was, he was like lower on the yeah. tiers. And then uh, the last one here, Polyrath with 1810s. So looking at this, you, you could, you could say Smeargle is probably the guy you on this page you want to go with. Even in a nine, you're looking at something that's under a hundred pop that's dope that is dope that's yeah, pretty man, sweet yeah yeah it is sweet <clears throat> all right let's see here i would maybe you have like a psa 9 unknown you could try rip someone off like hey, i'll trade you <laughs> trade you this for your smear <laughs> yeah even uh, if you trade him for his eight you would still be doing it you'd be in a lower pop yeah yeah <laughs> all right last page you got uh polytoad with 15 10s you have Fortress with 44 tens, Scizor 15 tens, which is stupid low. Um, low yeah. And look at, I mean, look at the artwork though. Same deal. All that surface area is like covered, you know? Uh, you got Yanma with nine tens, Wabafet with seven tens. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Espion non hollow with 48 tens. That's, that's to be expected. Okay. So looking at this. Fortress seems pretty rare. He's got the lowest pops, but he's he's more expensive card. But he has the lowest pops pretty much out of every card on here. He's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, Yanma's pretty rare too, but it's crazy. It's crazy how it doesn't always correlate to like the raw price. The raw price, sometimes people grade more of cards that are less valued or they, it's like all jacked up for some reason. You could have a more expensive card have way high... 10x the pop as you know a card like fortress where there's like 44 tens it just it's sometimes it adds up sometimes it doesn't it's just a weird thing to observe yeah you would you would think you would think that with these lower tier hollow cards the people who are trying to jump on the neo bandwagon like when when the cold collecting thing started up again and everyone's trying to get their their uh, vintage hollows in you would think there'd be more people attempting at buying the lower end hollows over than like the overly hyped hollows. So That's like what I've always like done. Yeah. And like, yeah, you would think that other people would do that too. But you look, you look at the numbers here and you're like, wow, they really didn't. Nobody really went for like the off meta off. Yeah. Look, they just keep doing the same thing that everyone else is doing. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like these are the most hype cards there is in the set. And you go down to the lower rarities, and it's like, or not lower rarity, same rarity, just same rarity, likely same pool price, rate, just, just lower price card, you know. And it's crazy. I wonder how much of the Pokemon community actually 
realizes that these cards have the same pool rates. Go back to that that Umbreon. Go back to the Umbreon. Yeah. So there's 81 tens, and I'm I'm guessing this Umbreon probably sells for like you know three thousand bucks in a ten, right? Probably yeah, three to four, yeah. Yeah, three thousand bucks in a ten, and he has 81. But imagine a a PSA 10 Wobbuffet. There's only seven, and he—I bet, I bet he, his ten would only sell for a grand. Yeah, technically, he should be more rare. Is, yeah, yeah, because he has a lower pop, but the same same hollow rarity. I don't know. It's just, same pool rate, <laughs> likely the same pool rate. Yeah. It just comes down to it comes down to story and glory, and that's that's why we do the commandments. Because like, look at the artwork, look at the character. You know, it's uh, it sucks that we can't explain some of these things, but um. Hopefully you guys can see that there are some hidden gems. You know, you can chase a PSA 8 Umbreon, or maybe you can get a PSA 10, you know, Fortress. <laughs> PSA 10 PSA Scizor. Fortress. Or a PSA 8, that's 75. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, you could, you could literally chop this up anyway, and it kind of works in your favor. Um, and that's just something that I've been really been leaning on. It's like, go for the stuff that no one has. Not like, I'm not saying... Go buy like the worst card in this set. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying like get like the two dollar card and like hey no one's got this first edition trainer card. Yeah. I'm saying look at the rarity and then go for the guy that's no one's paying attention to within the same rarity. Right. right. And uh, yeah, you could. Besides Polyrath, like screw Polyrath. I, mean, I like it. Yeah. Everyone else is pretty dope. I mean, and some yeah. of these are cheap. I know they are. I know they are. I was looking at Hitmon tops. I think you could find them for like ten dollars raw. Wow. Like unlimited, you know, you got to, you got to do your due diligence, which sometimes, you know, that's easier said than done to be like, well, I'm going to find a PSA eight today raw. Good luck. You know what I mean? Some people can do it. Some people can't. And that's why I really push on like, dude, just go buy, like go find, here's the pops. You're doing well. If you go buy one graded, you know, if yeah. anything, you're not adding to the population <laughs> you're taking away from it. So that's just another way to look at it. Yeah. All right. There you guys go. That is our segment on every Pokemon booster. Neo Discovery this week. We move on to um, Neo Revelation next week. Is that the word? Neo Revelation? I think it's Revelation. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the, if there's another set in there. Yeah. Southern Southern Islands? That uh, might be after this stuff. I'm just following a list on, uh, on Bulbapedia or whatever. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to go through the whole Neo sets in my head. There you guys go. Um, that's it for Pokemon. Hopefully you guys are still enjoying this and we're getting into newer cards every week. Yu-Gi-Oh! Here we go. Art of the Cards this week. Uh, not a new product alert. Not nothing. This is an old product. This is something we've talked about before. This is the Legendary Collection Game Board Edition. Um, I thought it was appropriate to bring it up because we talked about this, you know, about a year or so ago. Um, and the average last pr- la- at, bleep, average price last five sales on eBay were $109. Now, I can tell you guys, when me and Devin were buying these, they were $40 to $60. Um, so you talk, about it, you talk about something that's on its way to 3Xing from then, it was, it's this. Um, I view these the same way I view ETBs or the same way I view any special collection box. They only make so many because it costs them more money to make a fancy box that's all foiled out like that, you know? Not only that, you know, I don't, maybe people don't realize what comes in these things. Uh, you get three God cards. They're the non-playable ones. Um, 
you get six legacy packs. That's um, a pack of LOB, uh, Metal Raiders, Pharaoh Servant, Magic Spell Ruler, um, Labyrinth Dark of Nightmare. Crisis. Yeah, Dark Crisis. The, the big six. That's what you get. And then you also get uh, a game board that looks amazing. I have it packed away. Um, but uh, you get a, a like solid game board of with the gods on it and then on the other side you get blue eyes black skull dark magician yeah it look, it's amazing i actually want to frame mine is what i want to do it looks that nice um yeah this is another thing to consider you know people always say that these god cards are not the gbas they're not the dod's uh that's fine but if you look at this recent sale of all three and a 10 it went for 781 so even right now, now we know Yu-Gi-Oh is hard to grade. That's that's a given. But even right now, at a box for a hundred bucks, you you could potentially already have seven hundred and eighty dollars. Potentially, that's not going to be the the outcome for everyone. But remember, we were talking about this over a year ago at that forty to sixty dollar price point. How many of you kept yours sealed? I don't know. Um, but I wanted to touch on this again to kind of say, hey, like you know, yeah. You know, well, there you go. I mean, you you just about three x. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I bought I bought the ones that I have sealed for twenty five each. I found the dude on offer up. He was like, amazing. So what he, what he did he, is he went and bought like uh, he bought all. This is what he told me. He said I went to Frankenstein's and I bought every single legendary collection game board edition I could find. He's like I was only looking for the LOB packs on the inside. I was like okay. He's like, and I was waiting to get a broken neck blue eyes and I wanted to grade it and get a 10. That was my only goal. He said, I pulled, I pulled three. I sent in all three. <laughs> they came back. He said, I got two nines and an eight. <laughs> he said, so I'm selling the rest. I'm done. He's like, he quit Yu-Gi-Oh. He quit Yu-Gi-Oh. He said, I'm done. He quit. He, he quit. He said, I'm done. I'm out of it. Uh, I'm getting rid of all my my uh, the rest of the, the lot that I bought. <laughs> He's like, and I bought them each for like twenty bucks. So <laughs> just crushed him. He's like, you're only making five bucks off these boxes. Like, he's just like, that's he's called like, getting out. Anymore. That's called getting completely yeah, he just out. Said, I don't want him anymore. <laughs> Quit the hobby. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, that sucks. Yu Gi Oh's tough on grading. I I I got two nines and a ten out of my legendary gods. Um, yeah, but but <laughs> and it's funny because it's got a it, it can't it, I know it came back with a reprint on it you know I was hoping he seemed like a shafter so I, was, I know he's probably hoping for like a lob broken neck unlimited you know mislabeled title on the PSA ten yeah. mislabeled you know and he's gonna go sell it for big money yeah oh <laughs> well, so I know his came back with reprint and stuff so it's just so funny well came you, up. you know and the, they're gonna be reprint packs in there. But think about this, guys. We covered graded Yu-Gi-Oh packs a while back, right? They were going for a hundred to two hundred dollars, you know, graded in the PSA nine or PSA ten graded packs. You get six of those. Think about the value that's in this box. You get three God cards. Granted, they go in a ten; they sell for seven eighty. You get <laughs> six God packs. You get six or six uh, Legacy packs. If you graded all those, you're talking. 100 to 300 dollar bills right now and you paid a hundred dollars for that one box there's insane value in there 
even at a hundred bucks. I know it's I know it hurts now because we were buying them at you know forty bucks, but this is I think we can check on this again in another. I still think hundred bucks is yeah. I still think hundred bucks is cheap for these. Yeah, to be honest, hundred bucks is still cheap for these. You're getting all three God cards. Um, they're basically GBI replicas. They have the colored backs on them and stuff. Yep, these are the um, non-playable ones. They're different than other legendary decks. Super cool. Um, and then the other thing that's cool about it, cool about them too, is that it comes with three different decks: the Kaiba, the Yugi, and Joey, all with tokens. Um, oh yeah, and those are limited token. edition pools too. I I sold all mine actually. They're nice. They're super nice. You yeah, know what I mean they're really really nice. And I sold I've the red eyes, a dark magician, already. and a blue eyes, and I sold the Exodias. Yeah, I don't. Seen, I don't think there's Exodias in that one actually. There's a. Blue Eyes Ultimate in there too, right? No, no. I think I'm getting that confused with the legendary decks too. Uh, this one has a Blue Eyes, a Red Eyes, and a um, Dark Magician Altart with the tablet behind him. Oh, okay. that's what yeah, comes yeah, on top yeah, of each yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either way, the uh, the cards that come in them, the promos. It's not only just the God cards; it's all the other like big, big name monsters. So after you grade those, even if they're not the highest class uh you know Yu-Gi-Oh people still buy them that yeah. card, people still buy them you, and values them, out right now 120 150 you know what i mean at, at, if you grade them in a 10 you're not going to charge anything less than 100 i hope anyone in the poke tower that's grading stuff in a 10 is not charging anything less than 100 bucks for a 10 you know what i mean so that's already a hundred dollar bill so if you think about all the tokens that's three then the three monsters that's already, you know, say you get 10s. Let's be let's be wishful thinkers here. We get 10s in all of them. That's 6 hundo, not including the 10s in the god card. Like it just for 100 And you bucks, can you can grade them on value. And then you get the legacy packs? Ah, dude. 100 bucks. Yeah. It's a no-brainer for me. There's a lot going on here. Um we'll have to check on this again in another 6 to 9 months. Uh but I bet you this ages very well. Ooh, excuse so. me. All right, that's it for Heart of the Cards. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this uh, look back in the past. Here we go, Kaiba Corp. Yep. <laughs> Is that me? Yep, yep. All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Kaiba Corp segment where we talk about... What's up? No, I'm just checking these out. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to the Kaiba Corp segment where we talk about cards that belong in Kaiba's suitcase. Um, these right here are going to be cards that definitely belong in Kaiba's suitcase. Um, these are nutty rare, um, uber, uber rare. <clears throat> talking about there's only three of each in the whole entire world. Um, so here we go. That's Let's talk crazy. About these are going to be the KC Grand Cup Tournament uh, Duel Links uh, prize cards. So the first one up, if you guys are watching the video format here, you guys following along with us, we have the 2020. Uh, Blue Eyes, Casey Grand Cup. This is given to the first place, the runner-up, and third place. So that's why I said these are capped. There's only three of them. <laughs> mm. And these are classified as um, their own rarity, which is an extra secret rare. So they have like a different, I don't know if you could tell, but they have like a gloss all over the card. The borders are like actually like different, like kind of like silver-ish. Um, it's like it's an, super awesome. It's like an OCG and a tcg combined combined exactly that's the perfect way to put it um but anyways like i said only three of them out there i have not seen any sales i haven't seen any personal pictures of the actual blue eyes one like the the prize holder holding it um i do know the names i looked it up so it is legit um but i haven't seen any sales i haven't seen any prices for them i looked on PSA as well to see if anyone's maybe cracked it and tried to get the card itself just graded and slabbed up you know 
and then sell it that way. I have no idea if, if that's even possible. Um, but there was nothing on PSA site for any of these cards. Um, so these are just kind of trophies and one-offs, but they are Those extremely, are extremely rare. Yeah. And, and, and for any Yu-Gi-Oh head out there um, that may follow the actual like card game and collecting, if you don't know about Duel Links, it's the app. And so this would be the more like electronic version of everything. So these, and they're giving out physical prizes for an electronic game. So I thought this was super cool to cover, something that's very collectible. Um, also, it's a prize, you know what I mean? Like, every collector wants a prize, and this would definitely be, you know, the prize for Yu-Gi-Oh! So 2021, they gave out a Dark Magician, uh, same thing, extra secret rare to the first runner-up and third place. And then this year for 2020, 2022, excuse me, 2022 this year, they're giving out the Red Eyes one. Um, these are all LOB artwork. So you got Broken Neck, you got um, Blonde, Dark Magician, and then you have uh, Red red Eyes, Black Dragon. So super dope. The reason why I came up with these cards for the Kaiba Core is, one, not only because Kaiba has three spots in his suitcase, and there's only three of these cards of each, um, but I saw something very interesting when I was going through the highest sale of the week, because I still do that, um, like, pretty fairly. I go through the highest sale of the week, like, for Yu-Gi-Oh! all the time, just so I can keep up to see what people are buying in terms of like if it's like a master set if they're buying sealed collection like what sets they're buying if, it's, mm-hmm. if they're buying up starlights i like to keep my knowledge um up there so i saw that uh, there was a sale for this uh fifth it's called the dual links fifth anniversary giveaway it's a crystal it's all crystal dark magician girl hmm. sold for seventy two hundred dollars um it was actually in euro so it was like seven thousand euro, I think it sold for. Um, they were asking seven thousand eight hundred euro. They took a best offer for seven thousand, which equates to about seventy two hundred uh, USD. So, mm. if these prize cards were to come out, this is a giveaway. So, in order to win this giveaway, um, you had to follow and share Bleeding Cool's post. Oh, okay. As well as that's pretty sick. As well, something with dual links. Um, you had to do something with dual links. I think follow and share their Twitter or something like that. Um, and then you were entered in to get this card. And so many people received this card. Somebody sold it. It hit the market. And this is what it's going for. So this is a giveaway. Obviously, another promo, another very uh, limited type of card. I wish I very, won a giveaway. And, right. And, and a fan favorite card, too. I've it's never won a giveaway so, of anything. If any one of these prize cards from the Casey Grand Cup were to go up for sale, I would imagine they would be double the price of this crystal dark magician girl, you know, unless it's a red eyes. Maybe the same price, I would say. Maybe because someone's going to, you know, try to mimic like, okay, well, that one sold for this. So maybe yeah, it's the only thing you have going off of. Yeah. This. That's something to gauge themselves off of. Maybe. I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh, but, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh guys just wouldn't even sell these. They're like, no, I, I earn, I freaking earn this thing. Yeah, that's that's what I feel like too. But that's that's not always the. Uh, you look back and there's people who who sold their one of one, you know, like Yu Gi Oh card. And you're like, how do you how did you do? Why did you do that? Right. <laughs> that was that was your one and only. Why did you do that? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, people do it, and people do it for all different reasons. So if you guys are interested in these prize cards from the Duel Links uh, Casey Grand Cup, just know they're going to be very very hefty, and if they ever do hit the market, it's going to be a quick quick swap or it'll probably be on bid or something like that it's to be a hefty hefty you're either gonna buy a honda civic or you're gonna buy this yeah you're gonna buy a honda civic or you're gonna buy this exactly (laughs) so i hope you guys enjoyed the kyber course segment um i thought it was pretty interesting would you guys buy one of the the prize cards 
if I had the money, I would do it. Um, or would you buy one of these giveaway cards, the All Crystal Dark Magician Girl? I think I'm more the prize card than the giveaway. Yeah, I wouldn't be picky if I could. Just, if I had the opportunity, it's like, hey, I'll take what I can get. My best yeah, bang I'm, for my buck. I'm, I like, yeah, I like, I like red eyes. So that's what I'm saying. If I, if I could, I would take, I would take red eyes. You know, card. If even the, if he's not the most expensive. If they dropped a Shenotic crystal card and it's like, hey, you can't afford these other ones, but I can get you this one for a couple grand. There's only three of them. I'm like, well, I guess I'm getting Shenotic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> True. There you go. That's what I would do. All right, guys. That's uh that's the Kyber Core segment. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys learned something new. Um, these are the Duel Links prize cards and giveaway cards. Sweet. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Mo- moving on to some Digimon. Here we go. Digimon. All right. Mm. We got some. We got some light light news. Light news for Digimon this week. Um, we got the. Oh, is this the game? Well, we got the Digimon Anime Expo 2022, where they featured Digimon Survive. Remember, we talked about this about a month ago, that they were releasing Japanese promos for the inside the video game. It buy the video game. Okay. Well, comes come to find out, they were giving away an English Agumon at this Digimon Anime Expo. Whoa. It's a big deal, huh? We'll see. I mean, it's only 1995 right now on TCG Player. Okay. That's but... I only seen like two copies available for sale. Okay. Now on eBay, they're moving for like 30 plus already. So okay. this could be a, a, I haven't heard yet type of thing. And as soon as you, I've heard, it's going to. So if you go on TC, TCG play right now, guys, and you got 20 bucks, you might want to get one. Just saying, um, this could go to 50 very quickly is, is what I'm saying. Uh, but let's check out this uh, Digimon survive thing. I think it looks pretty sick. I mean, it looks clean cut, right? I don't see any. Uh, I don't see any smelly butts there at the expo. Looks like everyone wore deodorant, so everyone's wearing deodorant, so it's good. <laughs> Normally they don't. Which is you got funny. your Macs on. All right. Digimon Survive first English gameplay. This dropped on the second. This is from NintendoEverything.com. This is probably going to be the next Switch game I buy. Bandai. Showed off the first English gameplay of Digimon Survive at Anime Expo 2022. We've seen plenty of trailers thus far and some Japanese or footage in Japanese, but this is our first proper look at the localized build. You can learn more about Digimon Survive by checking out the following overview. Okay. Celebrating the 25th anniversary of Digimon Anime, Digimon Survive presents a brand new adventure set in mysterious world with characters designed by that guy's name, Yuichi Yukomo. And music by the much acclaimed Tomoki Miyoshi. Miyoshi. Okay. Digimon survives. He's a brand new group of teenagers. Okay. Get lost on a school camping trip, finding them transported to a new world of monsters and dangers. Wait, didn't the original Digimon get lost at a camping trip? Anyways. All right. Um, as they fight way, their way back home through the animated world of difficult decisions and deadly battles, players' choices throughout the game will impact the evolution of their monster allies. That's cool. Very RPG-like. Uh, very Digimon world-like, right? The, the way you train your Digimons, the way they evolve. Battles in the game are fought in 2D in a more classic RPG style. SRPG style. Here's the Digimon Survive from Anime Expo. Do we, we're not going to play this because it's someone else's video. Um, there you, oh, wow. It launches on the Switch July 29th. Oh, what? 
Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Wait. Did you get they, to, you train your guy and he he levels like this? He levels up into a different Digimon. Depending yeah. On how you train him? Or yeah, he could like, turn into yeah, something else. Kind of like Pokemon. Okay. He could turn in. Then that's the that's the one thing that's really cool about. Even the so Digi- kind of like an old Digimon World, like Digiworld, or what was that? What was it? Yeah, kind of like Digimon World, uh, but it's Digimon Survive. Um, but that's the one thing that I've heard from people that play Digimon, like in in any format, is the the amount of like variety that you get when you digivolve. You don't just turn Agumon into Greymon. Agumon can turn into a bunch of different things depending on how you play. So that's one of the coolest things about Digimon, and it, I mean. It's been that way since the game came out, even in Digimon World. You you know, you could turn your uh any Digimon into something that you didn't want and I remember people would get pissed like like oh my gosh, I just got this poopmon like I was trying to get a graymon and got got the poop instead. Dude, you, you remember those little little digivices and we used to fight them and then you get sent back to egg form yeah. if you died? Mhm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I remember I had like my Imperial my Imperial Dramon and he's all leveled up, remember cuz I had warm I had Wormon uh-huh. in mine. He was all leveled up, and I got deleted, and I got sent back to egg form, and I, and I couldn't get him back to Stingmon. He kept turning into something else, and I was like, what? Like XVmon or something? Yeah. Troll. Trollmon. Like, what? Ogremon. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what's funny? That's actually why I haven't played my um my Digimon Vital Bracelet, because okay. I'm stuck. I have a Mummymon right now, trying to turn him into an ancient Sphinxmon, but I keep losing battles, and I have to win a certain amount of battles with Mummymon to get there. If I don't, I'm going to evolve into some turd. And I was like, well, I'm done with this game. <laughs> so I might change yeah. my card. I might go for my, I'm going to, I have a, a, a different card that has um black Agumon and I can at least use him to get black war Greymon. So maybe I'll try that. But I quit That's on, right. I quit on Mummymon. He's, he's done. <laughs> he's getting pulled from the roster. I'm going to delete him. <laughs> yeah. So there you guys go. A quick look. If you guys want to watch this video, just check it out on your own time. Um, but I, the one, the thing I wanted to touch on was, was this, this, uh, Agumon promo. Now the game changer is whether or not, if they just pass this out at the expo, that could be big. Or if they even, let's, let's say they pass it out at the expo and only a certain amount of games. That's also big. You know what I mean? Um, or if they only had a certain amount, like 200, you know, yeah. there's 200 people. So got them. this is. This could be something. Now, to to be honest, I don't really care for the card too much, but what I do like is the rarity. I like the story behind the card, right? How did you get this? Well, you had to go to an anime expo, and it was when Digimon Survive came out. I love that, and that can make me like a card. Agumon's good character, and also it's a good nostalgic, like you know, uh, throwback to the DigiWorld uh, uh, serialized card. Yep, you know when they put that out. Yeah, game. Exactly. It's very Digimon-esque to have video game promos associated with like specific dates, right? Because they did that with the Goldramon and Universal Studios. Hey, you can come get yeah, this card, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Limited time only. That's all throwback stuff. It's really cool. And this thing could be a dud. They could have made. They could have. Yeah. They could. There could be fifty thousand, hundred thousand of them. You know who knows? Everyone can grade tens. I don't know, but, but Goldramon could have been a dud back at Universal Studios yeah, on that yeah. day. You know. So it's just my first thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, scraping up you know some stuff on the table or whatever, thinking that this card wasn't going to be nothing. It's it's just my first thoughts, and uh, twenty dollars might be the cheapest you guys find it. So I wanted to give you the heads up, uh, just like we always do, and hopefully uh, you end up with something cool. All right, you got anything else? Nope, that's it. Cool. 
That's it for Digimon. We are skipping the Dragon Ball segment and moving straight on to Capsule Corp this week. Here we go. Capsule Corp. Boom. Straight into the Capsule Corp segment, guys. All right. This is our Dragon Ball Dragon Ball segment where we're going to talk about cards that are not talked about very often or overlooked due to um, other cards in the set that overshine them. So Dragon Ball Super is a collecting is a card collect is a collectible card game that I don't know how to say this. Dragon Ball Super is an untapped collectible like market. Oh yeah. People only go after like the top three cards in a set and then they just just knowledge they drop. Forget the about everything like, else. They yeah. They just like, okay, twenty dollars for this SPR. You're like, that's an SPR. That's it. You know, that's it. What do you mean? That's twenty twenty dollars for that one. That doesn't make any sense. You're like this one was a hundred dollars, whatever. And then there's still good characters on them too. So here we're gonna talk about some of the cards. So uh we always talk about our favorite uh Saiyans all the time, Vegeta, Gogeta, Gohan, Goku. Now we're gonna talk about some of our favorite villains, um, just because I feel like they don't get enough love and they don't, which is nuts. Because I went and looked at a lot of these cards and they're awesome, good, good, good cards from good sets that mm. just went crazy overlooked. And uh we're gonna go over them right now. Here we go. The Caps Core segment. So everyone knows the fan favorite cards. Um Frieza, Emperor, Emperor of Universe 7, which is his signature card. Everyone knows that card. Super expensive. Grail card. And then Sick. everyone also knows the other Grail card. Uh, Super Saiyan, Son Goku, and Frieza, Miraculous Conclusion. Um, we all know that as Frieza's other Grail card. Um, you can consider Goku's Grail card too, but not really, because he has his Ultra Instinct and stuff. So, other than those two cards, what other cards does Frieza have? Not a lot of people out there are like, hey, they can name them off the top of off the top of their head so here we go um frieza's death ball this is an iar and iar is they, they came from universal onslaught it's so, a nice subset i don't know if you guys understand what is in universal onslaught but the hit card in there outshines every single card in the set which is the biggest like let down a catastrophe catastrophe for these iars you know what i mean I've, we've talked about them so many times and they're such a sleek nice card and they go under the radar um so many times especially all the villains so like uh they have a a boo they have a cell the boo is really um, nice actually it's really nice have, the cell is nice too he's doing a kamehameha you know what i mean like another signature pose um and then we have here freezes death ball he has two different ones so he has one where he's pointing down he has one where he's pointing up i like the one where he's pointing up more oh That's yeah more of his signature type pose um still super dope both of them are super sick and they get outshined by Apex of Power. You guys know what Apex of Power is? That is the Super Saiyan Blue and uh, Goku and and uh, Vegeta standing like back to back. Yep. Apex of Power. It's like a thousand dollar raw card. That's the only card in the set that anyone cares about. All the other cards after that they just fall right off the cliff. <laughs> Nobody cares. So all the IARs that we're talking about, like uh, Vegeta's Final Flash, Goku's Kamehameha, uh, Cell's Kamehameha. Um, uh, I can't remember what it's called. And then we have Frieza's Death Ball. All these cards here, look, Freezy has them right there. And they're on they're on his stand. That's how iconic and They're and sick. I need more of the villain card. ones. Yeah. So, again, these cards pop. Super awesome. I think you guys should go pick them up. They're still very cheap. I think I was seeing, like, some really good condition ones for, like, 20 to 40 bucks. So, like I said, they're very, very cheap. Go pick them up. Um, if Freeze is not your favorite character, there is Boo, there is Cell. Um, 
I believe there's one more that I can't think of. But let's move on from that one. The next one up is Frieza. Frieza, this one is Golden Frieza, Resurrected Terror. So this is BT1086. This is from Galactic Battle. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I don't know if you guys know what cards are in Galactic Battle, but let me tell you. So we have God Break Son Goku, who is in uh, Greasy's March Madness selection. So that's the God Break Son Goku we're talking about. And then we have uh, Brawly, the Rampaging Horror. I had one of those, too, yep. Both extremely iconic, extremely expensive. Well, not extremely, but fairly expensive cards um, that outshine this Golden Frieza, the Resurrected Terror. Look at the color on that card. Look at the way that thing pops. This is an an SPR, and I think it goes for, like, again, another, like, 20 to 30 bucks. Yeah, it's a nice one. This card card gives me those same, um, that Vegeta card that we covered a couple weeks ago. Remember I was telling you there's a, a world championship stamped one that has, like, the whole, like, yeah. spew on it. And I, I posted it on the Discord for everyone who's following on the Discord. This Frieza card has the same type of color palette, same type of, like, pop, layout, gold, foiling, texture. It's nuts. This card is nuts. I have no reason, I have no idea why people don't make more noise about cards like this. Yeah. Um, it's an SPR, like I said. And there's, back then, now they're introducing more SPRs into the set because they have, like, in the... Uh, Realm of the Gods, there was more SPRs in the set. Sure. So now maybe Dragon Ball Super fans are starting to get a little more accustomed to SPRs, and they don't appreciate SPRs or whatever it is. Back then, that was the highest rarity, though. Yeah, back then, that's the highest rarity. That's all they had. You know what I mean? So this is the SPR. Yep. And it's going for 20 or 30 bucks, and we're talking about cards that are just super iconic from characters that are iconic, and um, sets that just had cards that just totally overshadowed all these other cards, and... um, I think if we go back and we look at a lot of these sets, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of come ups to be made. So the last one up here is a Freeze and Cell, a match made in Hell. This one is just dope. Uh, BT twelve zero twenty nine. This is from Vicious Rejuvenation. You know what card outshines this one? Supreme Kai of Time, Space Time Unraveler. Mm. So Vicious Rejuvenation was a set that I think went pretty. Uh, came on super fast and left super fast. It was almost like. Uh, I don't know i don't know how to describe it but not a lot of people talked about vicious rejuvenation a lot and you didn't see too many cards from it you saw the supreme kai a lot it was a very high sell uh, very like um highly sought after card i think it still is it's like in the 300 price range or something like that still um i don't even know who that is so i don't know why that card is so expensive um and i don't think most dragon ball super fans know who that is but anyways this card here everyone knows who frieza and sell are it's both of them on a card together with good artwork it's almost full art and um if i'm right it's an spr mm. yeah that's a nice I, card. I, i'm i'm pretty sure it's an spr because i think it comes in an sr and it's them like charging at the at the front of the camera with, like like a punch they're both punching the uh you know the front of the card mm-hmm. but this one here i believe is an spr and um like i said from another set with a card that the only card, there's only one card in each of these sets that outshines every other card in the set. And uh, I think it's a, I think it's a catastrophe. You know what I mean? Frieza deserves his respect. And uh, I think these are all good artworks, all good cards from Frieza. Um, all of them you can pick up, like I said, for anywhere from 20 to 40 bucks. Um, as we all know, the unfortunate news about Frieza and all these cards were produced before that unfortunate news. So if you want to 
and tie all that stuff. You want to tie all that stuff to these cards or to these characters. Um, do what you want with that. But I believe that these cards here will stand the test of time, um, especially the IARs, especially the Resurrected Terror Golden Frieza. Um, even this one right here. I know it doesn't look like much, but once you pull the card up and you guys see it, like they're dope. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how to describe uh, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super cards. Unless you go and look at them, you probably won't like them. Yeah. You know, like I'm look. I can look at all these cards on the screen. And be like, oh yeah, they're cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you go, and, if you go and look at them on eBay and you go see a couple, then you're like, oh okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. These are nice. And you start seeing them in slabs. You're like, oh, these are nice. And you start seeing <laughs> different prices, and you're like, oh whoa. People paid that much for this, or people, wow, that goes for that much. You're like, oh, whoa, and you start realizing, you start putting two, two and two together. Like, okay, there's a little bit of money to be made here. I'm tired of seeing That's all it. these signature cards. I gotta buy another one. <laughs> I know, you know, I this gold one actually went under my radar for the longest time. Like, I don't know why I didn't think of like, dude, it it's so sick. The golden freezer signature looks tight. It does. Yeah, I feel. I just feel like if you're a Dragon Ball collector, like the signature car, the signature SPRs are like the Charizards of of Dragon Ball collecting. It's like it's just something on your checklist. Everyone, every big collector of Dragon Balls gotta have. It's just yeah. a, it's a staple thing. Like, oh yeah, here's my base set Zard. I'll have them all. That's just how I feel about it. They just look. They're so nice compared to other cards. They it's just on a. They're on another level. Yeah. All right. That's Capsule Corp this week, guys. Moving on to one of our newer segments called Greasy's Gaming Corner. Here we go. All those sound effects. All right. Oh, my gosh. Brain age? What? Welcome to Greasy's Gaming Corner. This is our newest segment uh, brought into the podcast, and it's um, it's going to help us become better video game collectors because you guys both know we love playing video games. We love playing video games. Uh, it's a huge part of who I am. And uh, now that I've become a decent collector, I can branch out into video games, which is something I really enjoy and something I'm interested in. And it's almost like a refresher. You know, it's a, it's a huge refresher uh, for me, that, you know, someone who's always looking at Digimon cards. <laughs> you know, this is a nice refresher. To look at video games. Um, so the feedback was amazing last week. You guys really liked the first segment there that we did with Greasy's Gaming. Uh, we talked about the PS2. And today, yeah. what's up? They liked it? They liked the, yeah, they yeah. Liked the Greasy's oh, yeah. Gaming Corner? Yeah. All right, dude, I like it. I'm glad you guys like it because I like talking about video games, man. That's yeah. exciting. So today we're going to talk about the number two uh console that was on that list that we talked about last week if you missed it go check out episode 90 fast forward uh to greasy gaming corner but today we're talking about nintendo ds not not 3ds not you know whatever ds 2ds whatever just nintendo ds the og uh it is number two to ps2 which sold 157 million copies uh since its inception the DS sold 154.9 million units it's second all time amongst all consoles and these are the top five games here. You have uh, the new Super Mario Brothers. Uh, okay, I could see that at number one. That's number one, totally. Uh, number, number two, two, I did not know. Dogs. Now, I remember the rave with Dogs back in the day. That's the number two game. 
I know, I know, but like, wasn't it? Wasn't it just like you just got your little stylus and you scratched its head and that yeah. was it? Yeah, and you, you feed them and yeah, yeah, play with them and stuff. But. <laughs> no way. But you got to remember, back in the day, the stylus was a huge marketing point. Like, how do you use this to play? Yeah. And I think that's why that that was one of the first interactive games. And uh, you'll see why my theory, I think, kind of matches up with this here in a sec. Uh, then you got Mario Kart DS, which, okay, that makes sense. Another huge Nintendo game, the top performing game. But then you got Brain Age. Brain Age was another highly interactive game where you had to use the stylus. Um, <laughs> and that's number four. And then number five, this was a surprise to me. I know Pokemon's big, but I didn't know it was going to be in the top five Nintendo DS games of all time. You have Diamond and Pearl. Really? Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Dude, I didn't think I didn't think Torterra and Empoleon and Fernate were that. Well, it was the first, you know, I think this after. is why though. It was the first game, first Pokemon game for DS. I think that's why it was big. It was a new system, new game. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Sword and Shield for for um Switch. Right? It was like, oh, new system, new Pokemon. So like you know yeah. like Scarlet, yeah, 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 Scarlet yeah. and Violet might not be yeah. too hot. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it is like Sword and I Shield was the first. Just like Red and Blue, Red and Blue is arguably better than any other Pokemon Game Boy game that came out, right? And then you could say Ruby Sapphire is arguably better than any GBA game. But well, why? Well, because they're the first. Like you could you could use that argument for multiple games. I get what um, you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like Ruby and Sapphire is red and fire, red leaf green. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I get what you're saying. So that's the top list here. And believe it or not, number six was Pokemon Black and White. And I was like, yes, yes. So that was like a big win uh, for me. Black and White. Black and White is a... Uh... Reshiram Zekrom. No, I know, but starters. Uh, Tapig, uh, Superior, Samurai. Samurai. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now, um, when I was looking, we'll share the top games here in a minute, but the first thing that came to my mind, you know, looking at this stuff, we talked about this last week. So we looked at PS2, you know, because if you're going to start collecting games, you got to understand what's at the top and work your way down and figure out where you fit in. Well, when I saw that Nintendo DS was number two, I was like, okay, this is something I can get into. Well, why? Well, because when I stopped playing my Game Boy SP when I was in, you know, high school or middle school, I stopped altogether. And uh, I never had a DS until I got into the Navy. And when I, when I was in the Navy, I bought a DS because I was bored, you know, on an island in the middle of nowhere, and there was other nerds that were playing too. And that was my gateway to becoming a competitive Pokemon player. That's where I, that was when I, I was on my way. I bought Black and White when it was brand new. Didn't know nothing about the game, and it was one of the coolest things because when you don't know anything about a game, it's the best time to play. <laughs> you don't know the starters. You don't know what they're going to evolve into. No strategy guides, just went in, right? And you find your own Pokemon as you go. Um, that was black and white for me. That was Sword and Shield when I came back to playing Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Don't know anything, just go. Yeah, it was Sword and Shield. I was like, I don't know anything about any of these Pokemon. Don't know, don't know the story. Don't know where Pokemon's at right now. Let's just see what see what it is. Yeah. yeah. So when I saw that DS was number two, I said, okay, this. Now I may not buy a lot of PS2 games besides you know Kingdom Hearts and maybe a couple others, but DS I can I can do because I played the crap out of Pokemon. And I would love to have a sealed copy of Pokemon Black and White because I have Pokemon Black right now, but it's it's open. You know what I mean? This, oh. this do you do you remember? Because we're talking about Game Boy. Do you remember that that 
Was it Game Boy or was it Nintendo DS? The 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 Kingdom Hearts game where you had like Chain of Memories is Game Boy Advance. Was that Game Boy Advance? Yeah, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories was Game Boy Advance game. Oh, Chain of Memories, that was it with the little sick cards and you and you and you picked your your slots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that game game. is like two hundred dollars sealed. What? Yes, it's a big deal. Oh, it's a big deal because I was trying to get some. And I was like, "Oh wait, I'm not buying that." <laughs> I never, I never beat that game. That's how hard it, it was. is. A very hard game. Hard. Yes, I remember. It's a sick game, like, though. If you, didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't pick the right memory slots up until a certain point, you weren't beating that. You weren't beating that that, yeah. that area. Yeah, that was a you know, you tough like, game. <laughs> you just gotta go like this. Well, and it was, uh, it was one of the first um, Game Boy Advance games too that they used like the all foil um, display. So it was like silver. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, like the foil. Box. Yeah, the boxes. It just really popped. Um, but here we go. Let's take a look at the top games for DS. Um, again, I just one more time. Like this is when I started playing competitively. Um, so there's a lot of memories here for me, and I can see myself buying the Pokemon games for DS because that aligns with who I am as a collector. I would probably wouldn't buy Mario or anything like that unless I, unless I saw an insane deal. Like I was like, oh, wow, this is a Mario Kart DS, and it's selling for you know this cheap. Of course, I'd get it. But it would never be something like, I'm going to go out of my way to get, because I'm not really attached to it. Uh, Brain Age, we played a lot of. That was actually a fun game. Um, it's crazy that kids were actually learning on their DS back in the day. Like That, you, that literally made you smarter. <laughs> so, For real. Yeah. Dude, at first, you felt dumb doing it. You were like, what yeah, is this? I can't figure this my, damn game out. out. And then you just start getting a groove, and you're like, whoa, I'm fast. Mm-hmm. Puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Here's the top games according to Wikipedia, and this goes by millions of copies sold again. There's the OG right there. Wow. Sick. So here it is. You got, uh, this is that 2005 era. That's when this stuff came out. All right, you got the new Super Mario Bros. at 30 million copies. And then you got Nintendogs at 23 million copies, almost 24. Crazy, crazy. Mario Kart DS at 23.6, so just under Nintendogs. Hmm. Brain Age, 19 million. So there's a, quite a drop-off from here, from, from number three to number four. Diamond and Pearl, 17 million copies. You know, I've never played this game. This, I've never played this one. Diamond and Pearl? Yeah. Never played it. I don't think I ever played Diamond and Pearl either. I think I played Black I and White. I went straight for Black and White. Yeah. And Black and White's at 15.6 million. Now, this is the, this is the interesting thing, though. Is that look at the age difference? This game, Diamond and Pearl, has four years on Black and White, and they almost have the same amount of units sold. So Holy that crap, yeah, that's a sign that's to me that this is a superior like game. Okay, Brain Age Two is number yeah, I seven. Think, I, feel like, I feel like Black and White gave me more old, old school Pokemon vibes. Like even the Pokemon in it felt more old school Pokemon, and Diamond and Pearl felt more kitty. Kitty yeah. new school Pokemon. Like Diamond and Pearl. Well, Diamond and Pearl remind. <laughs> Diamond and Pearl reminded me of a watered down version of Ruby Sapphire. Yes. Because Ruby Sapphire is real playful. You know, you make your little forts in the uh, grass and yeah. stuff. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look at I, this is this is why I was so pumped on covering this today. Look at how much Pokemon is in this list. Oh, dude, Heart Gold, Heart Soul Gold Silver. Twelve point seven million. Heart Gold Soul Silver. That's another one. Got to get down on. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Okay, that makes sense. 
Yeah, it's pretty popular. Super Mario six. This is pretty low. Super Mario sixty four for DS. This is this is the remake. You know what I mean of Mario sixty four. I'm surprised it made it down to number ten because this is a sick game. It's a good game. <laughs> Mario Party. That's it. I played the crap out of this game with my friends. Uh, I remember we actually went, we all went to the military base and bought like the whole store. There was like six of us so we could all play together. Um, Pokemon Black and White 2. I beat, I beat this game as well. I don't think I have it with me though. I think I sold this one. Yeah, I don't think I ever played 2. I I played it. It's a, it's a really long game. And that's why people like Black and White because it's like, it reminds you of, um, you know, Pokemon Crystal. Or like Emerald, where there's like an extended version after the fact. There's a lot of stuff that happens after the fact. That's what this was. Like 16 gym leaders, you know. It's like, dang. Uh, you got... Dang. Look at this. 16. Another Pokemon. Pokemon Platinum. So, you got Platinum. You got Pokemon here. Pokemon here. Pokemon here. Pokemon here. It's like There's like four or five Pokemon games in the top 15. This is something that... I could I could see myself collecting very easily. Uh, Big Brain Academy, another learning game, crazy. Yeah. And then Dragon Quest. I think we saw this. Uh, we saw Dragon Quest. Um. Uh, no, we didn't actually, huh? For for PlayStation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there it is again. And look at this, another Mystery Pokemon Dungeon. game. Mystery Dungeon. Remember the I I remember these games. They weren't that great, but they were all they're okay. I couldn't believe how far Zelda fell down this list, number seventeen. Mm, yeah, but because the, these were the two different out. versions, right? They had one Zelda, like two different. It was like a red one and a blue one. Yeah, this is um, I think this is the time. This is more for like uh, hardcore Zelda fans, you know, that are following the uh, the story of Zelda. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's like a mid story. Like- yeah, in. Yeah, story okay you know, majora's mask that's like people who are falling in hardcore you got lego star wars that's interesting uh mario luigi bowser's inside story i never even heard of this game yeah no me neither and mario and sonic olympic is the number 20 game huh. let's go down to the bottom let's see what the, what the worst game is down here. oh look there's pokemon again <laughs> yep rescue team blue there you go Let's see what the let's see what the bottom game is here. What what do we got? Spectrobes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Spectrobes, yeah. Final Fantasy. Okay. Huh. Metroid Prime. I thought that'd be higher on the list. Yeah, I thought that'd be higher too. I guess people just like Metroid because uh Smash Bros. Um Dragon Quest again. I'm just kind of rolling through here. I want to see what else. There's another Hannah Dragon Montana, Quest. Dude. Hannah Montana got 1.3 million. <laughs> Copy soul. <laughs> Here's another Pokemon. What did you do in that game? Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> what is this? Oh, I've never seen that one. Yeah, what is this one? Oh, this is their. Um... So this was oh, continuing no. parallel to Chain of Memories. Cool. So it's like yeah, a second part. Yeah, but I don't think that's the one with the cards, like the one with the little memory slots. Oh, I feel like I played that. No, three, three fifty-eight, two. Is that not the one you you're running around with the pop schools in the city? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I've played a lot of Kingdom Hearts. They all mesh. Pokemon again. Wow. What's this one? Oh, I've never heard of that one. Shadows of Alma? Action, Action role-playing. Playing. Huh. That's pretty cool. Pokemon Ranger. Again. 
What is that? I never even uh, seen yeah, that. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. That's all right. That's pretty cool. It's a really cool thing to look at this list, guys. I would highly encourage that you guys do this if you're trying to. This is how I organize my thoughts, basically. Like when you're when you're trying to collect, you got to make the right decisions early on because remember when you started collecting cards, if you're like, damn it, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have knew this. Well, guess what? You get to apply everything you learned in cards to mm-hmm. video games if you if you, if you want to collect like that. So that's something I would consider. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna be looking. I think this is the cool thing. This is this is where my mind went. I was like, okay, I, I want to collect Game Boy games, Game Boy Color games, because that's where I grew up, you know, as a kid. Uh, but Pokemon, you know, we're a little bit late to that train, right? You're not gonna touch a sealed Pokemon Blue for like at least two grand. But but you can buy diamond, pearl, platinum, black, and white for, you know, a couple hundred bucks each, which I think is super early. You might want to get ahead of the game, which is something you would have learned through your card collecting hobby, right? Because in your card collecting, you're like, dang, <laughs> instead of buying sword and shield, I should have went and bought base set. Now it's too late. Learn from your mistakes. Stay ahead of the game. Don't play after the game. Stay ahead. I would go for these first before I tried to go buy Pokemon Red or Blue. I would go for Black and White Sealed because, yes, it's cheaper, but it's on the way. The stats show that this is a higher-played console, right? There's a lot more stuff working in your favor at a cheaper price. That's what I get from today's segment. Yeah. Yeah. I just get a bunch of nostalgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... Oh man, I want. I, man, I wish I could just. I wish I had all these games still. You know, like go look it up on eBay. Some of it's cheap. Some of it is super cheap. I, dude, I, I might. I might even go for one of those sticky note. You know, handwritten, <laughs> handwritten games. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's so funny, dude. I was like, yeah, you, you might find one for the the Mega Man. And it popped right Mega up Man, first thing. It popped right up first thing. Mega Man Blue Moon, handwritten. Josh said, uh, the Pokemon Ranger game was so fun. I played the crap out of it. I remember pretending to be sleeping and stuff to stay up late and play. Oh, yeah. I think we all did. Play Game Boy under the cut. Co- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you would, like, crack the screen. you crack the screen so the light would kind of, like, be, like, dimmed down. Oh, yeah. Not enough to where it would close and, sh- and shut. <laughs> yeah. You got to hide days. it off to the side. The good old days. All right. Hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, today's gaming segment. We're going to keep digging into this. We're going to keep learning, figuring out new things. If you guys have any uh, questions or suggestions, you just got to hit us up in the Discord and we'll cover it. That's all there is to it. All right. Moving on to March Madness. Here we go. Okay. Okay. March Madness. Greasy's Grails continues. Uh, let me pull up the polls from last week, and uh, you guys see the, You guys already see the outcomes here, uh, but let me make sure that we're right. Okay, this week we had the Blastoise, shiny Blastoise from Plasma Storm versus a first edition uh, Lugia from Genesis. Lugia wins fourteen to nine. Crazy close. Crazy close. Get him. Get him. But I, I could totally see that, you know. Gen legendary going against a, a first gen starter, shiny. That's a that's a that's a throwdown right there. Let's throw down. Um, happy walk away. Let's go. 
you had PSA 9 Charizard versus PSA 9 Metal Greymon Digimon World. Charizard wins 17 to 5. That was I feel about that one. That was kind of a blowout. Like, yeah, but like, come on, dude. Greymon is serialized. What are we doing here? That's that's true. You know, it's it's funny too because there's a guy on uh he has his own website. He's tracking all the remaining serial number cards left on his website. And uh, if you have, yeah, if you have a certain serial number, he asks you to send a picture and and you get to claim it. And they're trying to see how many are left out of the hundred thousand. Kind of a kind of a cool project. Um, let's see. That's a disappointment. All right. Yeah. Uh, you have uh blue eyes ultimate dragon PSA ten versus PSA ten wing dragon of raw. You guys made the right decision here. You go with the ultimate dragon. Very good. Yes. Also, look at the theme here. Look at the theme here. Look at the look at the the final four. You arguably have a Charizard of their time in in every category here. Blue Eyes Ultimate is like the Charizard of his his group, right? Uh you have Charizard. You have Charizard who's literally the Charizard. You have Lugia who's often referred to as the Charizard of Neo, and then you have War Greymon who's referred to as Charizard of his thing. So pretty cool. Um the last matchup of the week we had PSA 10 War Greymon versus Goku Tournament of Power Sig. Uh, War Greymon wins 15 to 8. So. JT says Middle Greymon over Charizard. I agree. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> disappointed. What happened. Yeah, I, I'm disappointed by that one. That's, that's brutal. Because um, I've never been a Charizard fan. Even though he's like, I get, I get it. He's based at Charizard. Didn't you buy Fire it. Red back in the day, though? Yeah, I did. No, no, no. I didn't have fire. I had, I had leaf green. green. No, I had I think that's the one we had the same. I didn't have I, oh, okay. I bought leaf green because that's how much I don't like Charizard. I okay. I know that's the one we had the same because I had emerald and I had another green one. <laughs> leaf green, yeah. Yeah. And this is a pretty yeah. good showdown. Uh I think we're gonna see I, I'm interested to see Ultimate Dragon versus Charizard. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. But then again, I didn't think Lugia was gonna be this po- popular with you guys. So Maybe War Greymon has a, a a bump in the road here. I don't I think, know. I think the Greymon. I think it's gonna be Greymon against Charizard, and uh, I think ultimately, I think Greymon Greymon takes it. We got a lot of Digimon fans in the in the court, so it's it's hard to it's hard to fight anything. But uh, there you guys go. That's it. We're down to the final four. You got anything? What were you gonna say? What were we gonna say? Yeah, I think Lugia, I think Lugia's gonna get knocked out. I think Ultimate Dragon's getting knocked out. The cool thing about it is, though, is that they're all very popular characters. Like, they're all top tier, like, you know, fan favorites. It's me, War Greymon against Charizard. Dang. All right. Yeah. Blue Eyes Ultimate might be a sleeper that everyone's forgetting about. For some reason, he, he's been smoking the last two. I mean, he smoked Rapidmon. He smoked Winged Dragon Raw. Like, convincingly. Yeah. Wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. So. He had an easy bracket, though. He's a pretty easy bracket. Yeah. You put him up against the Metal Guru Mon, he would have lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'd have been out. <laughs> Maybe. Alpha's rooting but for Lugia. Get, Ivan's rooting for Lugia. JT says Metal Greymon's better than Charizard. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not arguing. I'm not mad about that. All right. There you guys go. We'll, right. we'll get the final four next week. And uh, moving on to Gengar's grabs. Here we go.
Oops, wrong way. Gengar's Grabs. This is our segment all about you guys and the cards that you bought last week. Uh, there is a tab in our Discord where you can submit the cards that you bought. Give us a little story, a little, uh, little uh, backfill on what, what it is that you got, and then we just rank them in our top five. has nothing to do with, you know, prices or it. It's a little bit of everything, right? The price, the rarity, the card, the story, the artwork, our personal preferences, right? Um, here we go. We Number five this week. Big Tony with the uh, Soul Striker Reborn. Goku, we featured this card on the Poketower Top 5. Remember, when I shared it on the show, it was like 9 bucks, And then overnight, it went to 15 because you guys bought them all. Like, we had... I picked up two for 13 bucks. Yeah. We had... It's a nice card, right? Yeah, it's dope. It's sick. It looks really nice. Um, but uh, it's crazy. It's crazy the amount of power... I mean... Not the power, but like influence. The actual influence we had, because remember, it was nine dollars on TCG Player when I reported it. It went to fifteen overnight because Sam bought like four copies. I bought four copies. Chris bought a couple copies. Like there was a hand. I mean, we probably bought like close to twelve to fifteen Goku's off the market, just gone that day. And then obviously Tony just bought three, so it's like everyone just kept buying these. Um, which is cool though. Like, I think it's a sick card. If I hope you guys enjoy it, I, I don't even care about the value. I just thought it was cheap at nine bucks. When you're looking at something like that, that yeah. blue silver foil is nuts. Nuts. And he got three copies, triple stack. Right. Number four this week. This is Mescalito. He's a new member in the Discord. Uh, he was like, "Hey, I got some new cards. Where can I share it?" Well, we put him. We pointed him to the grabs tab and this is what he shared and what i really liked here was the um premium file binder that he's got in the top left there the, uh, are th- but are those i think those are i think those are japanese are those japanese like exclusive um those are the uh the japanese park exclusive like cards in the top right they're in like that little folder thing or no? they might be uh let me see if i can pull it up uh i can't pull it up uh let's see oh no i can't i can't i can't I can't okay. tell if that's Latios and Latias and, and like Lugia because I think those are the ones that are in the... I don't know. I might be wrong here. No, it might be. Um, I'll have to pull it up on the Discord later, but uh, I just thought this was a really nice spread and something different too. And like, it nice. and it, it, if I'm buying Pokemon, it's like this type of stuff. You know what I mean? It's I'm not buying any modern guys. I'm just waiting. Like, so it's hard for me to it's hard for me to relate for any modern stuff. Uh, number three this week. Goatmon, but it's the other Goatmon. It's the Go ATM Mon. He's got a PSA 9 signature Frieza SPR. We, we just shared this on the show tonight. Just shared it. Just shared it on the show. Look at the stack behind him, though. Yeah, I do this. He's got <laughs> he's Vegeta, Vegito, Goku. He's got Awaken Power. He's got Frieza right there. He's got some Digimon back. I mean, he's got some. He's got a blue eyes, white dragon back there. Yeah, I can see a blue eyes by his thumb. There's an oh SDK hiding. I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. Amazing. Amazing. First of all, these three cards right here, all three are great. You know what I mean? This was actually a really good, like, this was a very, like, solid week in Gengar's grabs. Like, I was like, dang, dude, we are killing it this week. Like, it's just everything is sick. I mean, this is all stuff I would get. It is. 
It is right. Uh, yeah. So, Mes- Mescalito. Yeah, those are those are the. Um, I think like the Japanese park or, or like there's some type of com- Japanese commemorative like folder and it's like it comes like six cards in it. Yep. It's a Celebi, Latios, Latias, um, Lugia, uh, Mewtwo, Entei. I think there's a few other ones, but yeah, sick. That's tight. Like cause for someone to go and buy that, that's like there's nothing anyone ever talks about. Like that's on my watch list. It's been on my watch list for a long time. So that's that's dope. Yeah, it was just something we don't see often, and I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. He posted a bunch yeah. of other stuff too, but uh, I thought that was the the, yeah. t- the highlight right there. Uh, <laughs> number two this week, casual gamer, aka Christopoli. <laughs> He's got a PSA eight War Greymon Gold stamp now. Um, Tight. If I remember correctly, he's got like three or four copies of War Greymon, but this is his highest grade yet. So that's oh, pretty cool. Like six, seven, and an eight. Yeah. Um, look at the MLC poses, by the way. You got Tony, you got Mitch, you got Chris. Bam, bam, bam. All excellent technique, by the way. We got good lighting. We got big tone with a three stack. Yeah, triple, triple stack. stack. Amazing. I, you know what I think? I think Chris took a page out of JT's book, though. Look at that picture. Yeah, with the with the background, <laughs> with the background, everything. Doesn't yeah. that look like a JT picture? It does. Well, it does. I, th- I thought it was JT. Well, think. Well, here, check this out. Here's number one this week. <laughs> it's JT. <laughs> it's Goatmon. Look at that. And there he is. That's a four peat. That's a four peat for JT. Now, why is this number one? Um, because he finally beat me at something. He graded the first PSA 10 Digibattle Hollow ever. And it may be the only one ever. That's a PSA 10 Talmon Hollow Digibattle Series 4. I don't know if that'll ever be done again. I don't, I don't know. If, crazy, dude. Crazy. Um, but that's a four-peat for JT. He's just uh, obliterating everyone. But look at those pictures, though. They look very alike, don't they? <laughs> that's literally like JT's hand almost. Even down, even down to the wedding ring. You just need some more self-tanner there. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> just throw some self-tanner in your hand. Really good. <laughs> that looks just like JT. Down to the ring <laughs> and everything. Chris, right? let me find out you copied him. Let me find out you are like, I'm going to take some of JT's technique. I mean, look at the exposure. Look at the amount of yeah. exposure in the mm-hmm. picture. Almost the same. Identical. I mean, but hey, he's taking better pictures, you know? Taking better, I, I can't be mad about that. That looks good. Learning something new every day, you know. Yeah. Hey, at least JT is challenging you to be better. That's good. Yeah, he's making everyone better around him. <laughs> yeah. he, he's one of those guys. Makes everyone hey, around yeah. him better. Yeah, I wanted to give a, a little shout out to uh, Bluky Sage. Didn't make it on there, but he bought the uh, the heroic strike that we talked about on the uh, what's it called? That's Capital right. Court. He did. He did. I saw it. Yep. So that's dope. I wanted to bring that up. Honorable mention. Um, Super sick. Yeah, that's uh, hey, you know, had had Tony not had a triple stack, it probably would have made that number five spots. But he had three <laughs> copies. I was like, all right, yeah, all yeah, right. Okay. Somebody's listening to the podcast. Yeah, you know, gotta, yeah. gotta give him his credit. <laughs> He's three deep. He wants attention. Yeah, big Tony. He's got a big heart. Big heart. Yeah. All right, there you guys go. I don't that's know, though. that's Talmon, dude. That Talmon. Got a surface area. You know what I mean? Like in terms of. Dude, not much hollow. Those hollows, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's I don't know when that's going to be done again. It might be a long time before we get another PSA ten hollow. That's tight. Yeah, first to do it, first ever. That's the first PSA ten. I mean, 
Jeez. Gosh, I can't. It's it's like my War Greymon, you know what I mean? It's just the first of its kind. Who knows when it'll happen nice. again. All right. That's Gengar's Grabs this week, guys. You guys did a great job. Like, this is a nice spread. Look, at we got four MLCs across the board here. Super clean. You guys are working on your technique. Photos look great. Cards look great. It's just a good week. Good week. All right. Good week. That brings us to the end of episode 91. Before you go, don't don't bail. If you're if you're watching the video, you made it this far, please like the video, okay? We can't be having these views and not enough likes. Gotta hate more likes, okay? Um please share this. Algorithm. You know, did you guys know on your Instagram? No, hold on now. On your Instagram stories, you can actually share links now. So why not take a picture of the podcast and share the link to this video in your Instagram story? You can do that now. And at a minimum, please subscribe to the channel, right? It's all free. If you haven't yet, this is this is mainly for our podcast, like our actual podcast listeners that listen on Apple and Spotify. Join our Discord. It's free. We put the links in every single video. I know, I know you guys see it. Um, there's over 200 of you that listen to us. We have less than 200 members in our Discord, so we need to get that number up, right? Lots of free stuff given away. Things not lining up here. Yep. Someone's not, someone's not telling the truth. Well, we booted a lot of people too, though. We kicked a lot of people out, but that's because we, we have to. to. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Uh, last thing, if you really enjoy the podcast, you can support us by clicking the links in our videos that say support our podcast. And what you can do is actually donate as little as 99 cents a month. Exactly. We're going to post a picture of a sad dog. You know, let me, yeah. Sad dog, donate for just 99 cents a month. You could save his life. Uh, <laughs> you can save us, right? <laughs> so say help save us. It really no, believe it or not, it helps out a lot. Um, for those of you that donate to our podcast, I'm using some of that money to ship out the free packs that I had to send you guys, right? So like that's what it's used for. It goes right back to you guys. Um, you know, shipping's not cheap. It's like five dollars a pop. You know, <laughs> so and I got to send out packages to the top ten members. You know, so it definitely helps out, guys. Um, we appreciate it a lot. Episode ninety two next week, um, and uh, yeah, we got a bunch of bunch of uh, exciting stuff on the way. Episode one hundred, two year anniversary, and cool trainer Ryan news. That's a lot of stuff. A lot of big stuff for year number two. Holy crap! Big stuff. There you guys go. That's it for episode ninety one. We'll see you guys next week for ninety two. You got anything? Nope. That's it. All right. Thank you guys. Peace. Later.